Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Alrighty, everybody. Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. But today we have a, a little something different we're going to do. We're going to do a little uh, video. We're going to let Jeff and Alan watch a video from That's right. Mr. Beck. This you guys kind of react to what he's saying. This is a new thing for us, Jason, if you can yep. pull it off. Yeah. Well, we'll see. But, That's you know, we talked about it before we start playing. We talked about it a little bit last week. Uh-huh. And uh, we both thought it would be a good idea to hear from the video itself. Yes. And I think it'd be good. I think it'd be real good. Now, this is Glenn Beck as he gets off a plane pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And I think he runs right into this uh, declaration mm-hmm. uh, of covenant. Of covenant. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, it's a meeting. Uh, up in Virginia. Meeting. I guess he's the keynote speaker there. Yeah. It did sound like it. Um, Jeff, what do you think about uh, Glenn as, I, a, as, a, as a person? I think that um, he has, I think he's broken down a lot of walls. I think God's used him in that capacity. When he was on Fox News, that's been, I don't know how many years ago mm-hmm. that's been. Been several. Over a decade. So you're saying he did uh, used to work for the devil? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he did. But he was trying to shine a light in darkness. So that's, that's what right. got him fired. That's what got him But fired. he used to bring out the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he and did. he did. I remember watching him on Fox News one day. That's he what came you on. used to do, Jim. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I've still got a couple of whiteboards that every mm-hmm. once in a while I drag out. But... Is that your forehead, or is that an actual? I mean, can we do something with? Can we do? Let's talk about his cartoon head. Um, but what Glenn Beck did one time on Fox News, it's been a long time ago. He started talking about spiritual warfare, and he drew some stuff on the whiteboard while mm-hmm. he was working at Fox News. And shortly thereafter, he didn't work for Fox That's News. That's right. But I do think he's added to the conversation, both politically, and spiritually. With social issues, economic issues, and just about any issue that has faced our nation, yeah. he has definitely added to the conversation. I'm not saying that I necessarily agree with everything Glenn Beck says, but I'll say that, well, I ain't found nothing yet. But That's what I was going to say. What do you, what do you disagree with? If I try to think of something I disagree Dis- with him on, I couldn't find couldn't it. Think, couldn't think uh, of it. But I do think he's that God has used him. Yeah. What about you, Alan? What, what's your opinion of Well, Mr. Beck? it appears to me that we've watched God move uh, Glenn Beck mm-hmm. through his life. You know, we've had the, he's been in front of the, you know, he's been on TV. So we've I don't know how many years we've been watching Glenn Beck. It's, yeah. it's been a good little bit, but all the way through Fox. But nonetheless, we've watched God, him evolve. I hate to use yes. that word, but yeah. we've watched well, him has. evolve yeah. in the faith. Uh, as God's moved him forward, he's went from a, trying to be a non-bias in the beginning. When I remember when I first he tried to just report on the news, and then we saw him turn. I just saw him. I, I'm going to use the word evolve. We watched him evolve as a prophet into America. Yes, uh, I, I, and that's just I, I my agree. honest opinion. I, I, I mean, he was reporting news, I agree and you. he still does, but it's with a more of a. <clears throat> Of a prophetic type. Well, the uh, prophets in the Old Testament reported the news. Well, that's that true. Was the, that's part of what they that's did. That's true. And today during the show, we want you guys to chime in. I'll be reading your uh, your chats here. Yeah. Join in with what you think um, as we're going through this video so um, we can uh, we can bring your voice into the conversation as well. We'd love great. to hear it. It'd be great. So you guys want to dig into it? Yeah. Let's and, go. Um, 
and see what we can do. It'll see, take just see, a second to see if you can pull this off. This is new for us. Yeah, yeah this will be a miracle. And so, <laughs> well, if you'll follow the step by step instructions that I gave you earlier, Jason, it'll be fine. <laughs> I don't have the delete button. <laughs> Don't see the delete Jeff. button, Jeff. Just, just don't see us, Jeff. Refrigerator, refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get this working here. All right, here we go. Landing 1607 project held an event in Virginia. I was asked to go. You're going to see. I just got off a plane. I didn't even comb my hair because I traveled with men, so nobody said. Um, but what I said off the cuff that night, we have wanted to share with you for a while. Put up with the video of me looking horrible. That's okay. I do agree with what that. <laughs> what is happening is not an American thing. This should be, and I'm so glad it's being translated in so many different languages, this is a message to the world. What media is not showing you is this is happening all over the world. The people are rising up, and it's, it's not right and left. It is really, truly elites yeah. versus the people. There's, there's a revelation. We can yeah. sit in our own communities, and we all talk like this. We all say it. This isn't that hard to fix. We all know what the problems are. It wouldn't take many of us very long to fix this thing, okay? Because all you have to do is return to principles. But everything is being changed. It is a fundamental transformation. I really, truly believe th Satan thinks he's going to win. He's convinced he's got everything cornered. And everything's going to happen. He is in for a real surprise. <laughs> he's read the book, too. Yeah, he has, yeah. So everything we talk about here, everything that you guys have done, this needs to go to the entire world. Yes. They're all looking for an answer, yeah. but America is currently the only place that that has enough God in us still that there's a remnant yeah. that remembers. Wow. I think that's can, one of those powerful yeah, things. And, um, it is. Can you was, stop uh, it right there just for a second? She, she escaped communist China. She was in a prison camp where he talks about the remnant. We've mm -hmm. talked about the apostate church and the remnant mm -hmm. being separate. We believe, or I do, that the apostate church is going to go through the tribulation. The remnant mm -hmm. will be raptured out. Mm -hmm. The only hope, though, for what is happening in America, in our society, in our culture, the only hope lies with the remnant. Yes. It, it doesn't lie with the apostate church. Matter of fact, the apostate church is adding to the difficulty That's right. and to the dilemma. And when he was talking about this is not a Republican-Democrat thing, left and right thing, it's an elite versus everybody else And that's thing. a scary thing because it's evolved from a left or a right a scenario. Now it's evolving into something even bigger, I could say. Don't you think it's huge? It's huge. As a matter of fact, the elite, I think, mm -hmm. is the conglomeration of the leadership of the uh, Great Reset. Of yeah, the, of it the, is. Of the, uh, World it is economic form. Most definitely. They all gather there, all the leaders, and mm -hmm. they have formed that elite status, and they make rules that they don't follow but expect everybody else of to. Course, of and course. And that's that's one of the characteristics of that. Yeah, and of the, of the spirit of the Antichrist. <clears throat> Absolutely. Now, he's getting ready to get into to this missionary. Yeah, a Chinese woman. 
Chinese All lady. right, you may hit Yeah, go ahead. Can... Yeah. And uh, she came over to my friend's house, and it was Christmas time, and they were going to decorate the tree. And he said to her, here, this job, this job, this job, and why don't you untangle the lights? Before long, she was sitting uh, on the ground with the lights, and she was just sobbing. And he said, are you okay? And she said, yes. While I was in prison in China for believing in Christ, these were the lights I was making. Mm. Oh my goodness. And uh, she said to me, do you know what we pray for, the faithful in China? Listen to this. And I said, no, and she says, that America will fall. Oh and I said, <laughs> wait, why? She said, because then and only then you'll remember who you are. Wow. You'll be humble again wow. and you will listen to the Lord. I know this to be true in my own life. I am an alcoholic. Um, I... By the time I was 30, I was completely out of control. I was somebody that was, at 13, I got into radio. Um, and I have been doing it and, you know, I started to buy my own bull. Because um, uh, thinking I'm just the greatest guy ever. And uh, I wasn't. And I made every possible mistake you could possibly make. By the time I was 30, uh, I just... I was completely out of control. I lost my family. I lost my career. I lost everything. And the only thing, only thing that I begged the Lord for, and only when you get to this point to where you are on your knees because you can no longer stand, the only thing I wanted back besides my family was my integrity. I just wanted to let my yes be yes and my no mean no. And people would believe me. And I begged him, I will do anything, Lord. I have screwed everything up. And I white knuckled it for about four years. And when I finally stood in the waters of baptism, I wept uh, because I knew that God ceases to be God if he doesn't keep his part of the bargain. And I knew that he said he will take my sins, he will take my burdens, and he will relieve me of all of that. I can start all over again. All I have to do is live by the things he says to do. And I stood in the water... And I, I, I urge you to consider everything that you're doing today because I was foolish enough, I was desperate, so desperate, that I challenged him. He proved me now. And so I said to him in my head, as just before I'm about to go under the water, I said, you cease to be God if you break your side. <laughs> Don't ever say this. I will not break my side. How arrogant, even in my humility, I was arrogant. Um, 
I will tell you, I don't know why the Lord even is my friend. Um, he is a loving father. Um, but uh, I, I changed. I fundamentally changed on that day. And I really feel bad. I would, I would, I tell my kids, don't do what I did. But I kind of feel bad for people who don't need the atonement as badly as I did. Because when you really need it, you understand what a powerful miracle that is. There was no way out for me. Everything I did, he suddenly, with just one commitment, took everything that I did that was horrible, that I was hiding, that I was ashamed of, and he turned it into a tool for his good. It's miraculous how that happens. Okay? It is true. I first want to bear my testimony to you that God knows you. He knows our situation. He knows the people who are currently so deceived that they are standing against him. They are his children too, and he wants all of us back. I made a promise to him after my baptism, and my life changed literally overnight. I couldn't find a job for two years. I was looking for a job trying to do talk radio. Nobody would hire me. I was a top 40 clown, and nobody really wanted to work with me because I was extraordinarily arrogant. And um, the day after my baptism, the largest uh, agent in radio called me and said, hey, I was talking to somebody. They said that uh, you're really talented and that you're trying to change your life. You need an agent. I'm like, oh, yeah. And uh, he said, I'll call you back in a couple of days. I want to check out on you. This is the part where you start seeing his life evolving. Yeah. Um, And he called me back two days later. It was on a Wednesday. And he said, I've checked you out. You seem to be sincere. And I said to him, really? So you wouldn't have taken me. Um, and he said, in talk radio, people know that you, can't, you cannot be on the air for three hours every day without people figuring you out. Okay, eventually. stop that right there if and you can, said, Jason. Can I, you stop it right there for a second? We are stopped right there. Yeah, he, he, he made uh, several comments so far mm-hmm. that was intriguing to me. One was, of course, the story of the Chinese woman. And she made the statement that the prayer of those in China mm-hmm. was that America would fall mm-hmm. because only then would they remember, remember. who they are. Right. And I, I found that intriguing, also very purposeful. In is, is that the plan of God at this time? Is that what's going on? Are we witnessing the fall in some way yeah. of America? in order for us to wake up and remember who we are and what our mm-hmm. purpose is on the planet. Mm-hmm. It makes me think that. Anyway. Well, for sure, no mistake about it, we will end up where we're headed. Yeah. And and it appears that we're not heading in the right direction in, mm-hmm. in, a, in a lot of situations, even though I'm of the persuasion that the majority is not ruling right now. I'm under the persuasion that we still have godly people in America. I don't want to waste a whole lot of time, but I've seen 
a, a survey this morning that most of the non-voting public in America mm. were Trump supporters. Really? Now that that was a little surprising to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in uh, later on in in what Glenn Beck was talking about after he had said that he talked about his encounter with God. Yes. He didn't call it this, but I would say that was <clears throat> his salvation experience. Yeah. Okay. And then at at that he said part of that was God, I know you're not going to break your part of this deal. <laughs> yeah. So it to me that, that sort of gives us hope yeah. Yeah. in where we place our trust. It's not a matter of faith, but it's the matter of the object of our faith yes. that gives us hope. So if God has never broken his part of the deal, the purpose for America has to be fulfilled. So we have one of two things that's, going on. That's a good thought. That's a good thought. Yeah, one of two things is going on. Either our purpose has already been fulfilled. I'm with you now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or... It is yet to be fulfilled, and uh-huh. and there is going to be a steering out of these muddy waters that we're in, so to speak. That's, yeah. that's, and that's a very good observation, and it is something has to be considered. I mean, we would like to be dogmatic. I mean, yeah. a ship will end up where it's headed, as we've said, but also a ship will end up where it's headed, and God can change where it's headed because God wants it to change. That's just the way. God, God's a one-man team when he wants to be. He likes for us to work with him, but it's not a requirement. It's not a requirement. That's, 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 right. that's exactly. Well, there's been a lot of times he's worked without my consent. That's I will exactly. say that. I will say that he also. Okay, yeah, Jason, I, I'm okay, sorry. That's good. I don't want somebody who's a fraud. And uh, I said, great. And then he talked to me about, we got to get you in touch with so-and-so. Do you know so-and-so? And I said, I don't. And he said, well, we got to figure out a way to get you in touch with him because he can really place you Do you, you think right he place. realizes? As he was saying this. God, he's telling how God, God evolved him into a prophet. <laughs> I, I don't know whether he knows it. He I don't know. About. And he offered me a job. First time in talk radio. My career went like this almost straight line up in two years i I had a prompting my first or Stu is so uh, grateful i had a prompting when i was on the air the very first time just trying talk radio i finished my first 10 minutes and i took off my headphones and i said we're going to replace dr laura and he went why don't we finish our first show Sounds, sounds like Jeff, doesn't it, Jason? <laughs> I, I was going to say that. I didn't want I mean. Uh, I was doing talk radio for two years, and uh, I went from worst to even worse than that to suddenly rocketing to number one um, and a commanding lead. And uh, Premier Radio, the biggest talk syndicator in the world, called me and said these words. We're looking for a replacement for Dr. Laura. (laughs) It sounds like a profit to me, but it does just say, yeah, yeah. I get the call. I'm supposed to start in January 2002. We sign a contract with him. January or September 11th happens. Now I'm doing a comedy show and uh, I know nothing. I'm a recovering alcoholic DJ. Yeah. I'm not the guy to talk to the nation about anything serious. And uh, 
I get a call from the company and they said, why aren't you on the air nationally today? And I went, uh, I think that's your decision. <laughs> and he said, we need to get you on the air now nationally. So three days after 9-11, I did my first national talk show. Wow. And uh, the first thing I said to the nation was, I, 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 I don't have any answers. Hmm. I don't have any answers. This is not the time I was prepared for. But I promise you, I will look for the answers. And I, I, I'm just going to look like we're all looking for answers. And I'll do my best. And I promise you, I will tell you the truth. Wow, the truth. Uh, Where he said, I don't have any answers. That'll be a running theme through the rest of what he talks about. Okay. Uh, he comes back to that many I don't even know that he realized he came back to that. But he's constantly talking about how he doesn't have any answers. Mm -hmm. I found that intriguing as well, especially now you will relate to this. When you teach the word of God, I always feel like I'm not giving the right answers. I can frame the problem. You feel like you're in over your head. But you're overwhelmed. You're so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And we know the answers is Christ, and we can say mm -hmm. all of those things. But you know as well as I do, there are deeper answers mm -hmm. that we want to really give to the people. And it it's almost overwhelming, mm -hmm. just like you say. Mm -hmm. And and that from that overwhelm if you yield to that, that overwhelming feeling, mm -hmm. that overwhelmed emotion. If you yield to that, then it stops you and prohibits you from walking forward mm -hmm. and giving out the Word of God. Let me say this, yeah. too. When you feel like you know you don't have the answer, the answer comes. That's exactly right. And I think that's also what he's, he's I th saying. I think he gives the answers in yeah, this. Yeah, that's right. You know. What did you say, Jay? So we have one of our viewers here chimed in, and he, he made a comment. He said he obviously believed the elites would be in control of a healthy society. We are living in that society. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. With I always believe the elites would be. And who is, is that? that? Is that the guy that's, that's old, old, old at heart? Old, old at heart. heart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He makes a great statement. You want to? You want to go through that quote? Is yeah. the Nietzsche quote? Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't know how to say that. You're so smart. Well, I, don't tell I him that. trying to convince like, everybody of that. He heard me say that the other day. Yeah, he was over there. I, I heard, I heard yeah. Siri saying, Nietzsche. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Jeff, go through it. Well, the, the Nietzsche quote is the essential characteristic of a good and healthy aristocracy is that it experiences itself not as a function, whether of the monarchy or mm -hmm. of the commonwealth, but as their meaning and highest justification yeah. that it therefore accepts with a good conscience the sacrifice of untold human beings who, for its sake, must be reduced and lowered to, in, to incomplete human beings, to wow. slaves, wow. Uh, wow. to instruments. The fundamental faith simply has to be that society must not exist for society's sake, but only as the foundation and scaffolding on which a choice type of being is able to raise itself to its higher task and to a higher state of being. That is a quote from Nietzsche, and I, I do believe that there is a lot of truth in that quote. Mm -hmm. I believe there's a lot of truth in that quote. I also believe that a lot of that, you know, if you go back, if you read Nietzsche mm -hmm. and, and some of the other philosophers, mm -hmm. a lot of their philosophy was based on principles of the Word of God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
It was based on principles of the Word of God. We are supposed to be used in God's kingdom on the earth. We are, in fact, at this moment in time, the foundational building blocks Mm -hmm. for the manifestation of the kingdom of God on this earth. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think Glenn Beck plays a major role in, in the formation of this. Amen. Yeah. I, that was a good quote yeah. by Old at Heart, Thank whoever you. Old Thank at you. Heart is. Thank you, Old at Heart. He earned himself a, a moderator slot that's in right. our YouTube community for that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, right. Right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right, here we go. Um, I begged those three days waiting for that show. I begged the Lord, you got the wrong guy. You have the wrong guy. I don't know any of this. That also sounds and like a problem. I was yeah. overwhelmed with a feeling, I know, I got gotcha. you. You will be obedient because you just challenged me. <laughs> really? God wins every time. <laughs> hey, let me ask you about your dogs. Um, okay, you here he goes through it. I'm just going to let's pause right there. Yeah. Because we don't get paid the big bucks. <laughs> that's that, right. That um, that's so exactly we're right. We're 100% going to. Uh, jump over his commercial. That's right. And if you don't know about Rough Greens, you can ask Rough me. Rough Greens, if you'd like because, to uh, sponsor the Smith & Rollins show, please reach out. And we'll, uh, see if we can get you a slot. That's right, because after all, we are going to replace Dr. Laura. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she needs to be replaced, by the way. He, he does make comments uh, all through this that we'll, we'll look at. Alan, that I really believe that's the right word to use. He evolved through time. I listened to Glenn Beck when he was on the radio before. No, did you yeah, really? Yeah. And I did a little bit, not much. Yeah. You could tell, you could mark when something happened in his life. But can you imagine coming to Christ, having this God encounter, mm-hmm. and then going from what he, how, what he says of himself, he's a recovering alcoholic, mm-hmm. going from that to three hours of talk radio, mm-hmm. and it starts three days after 9-11. Right, you, right. I, I can't even begin <laughs> to imagine, and it's almost like God plays practical jokes on us, if yeah. we could be that bold to say. But I, I, I haven't experienced it to that level, surely. But I have experienced times when God said, okay, old boy, you asked for it. Here you are. <laughs> Here you are. <laughs> and That's it's right. uh, uh, it, right. it is the mark of following Christ. That, mm-hmm. that is true. It sure is. Yeah. And if I could screenshot that, that would—that's my expression every time Jeff makes a joke. <laughs> Was that it? <laughs> oh, that expression right there. <laughs> You're thankful to the Lord for it. Yeah. And as I see, as he shows me these things, it was like it was a, a flat wall. There is no time. I didn't realize this at the time. There is no time where God is. It's mm. He just showed me everything that was coming at once and i was very freaked out because it felt like it's on top of us and this way he knows not what he says because i don't know his time he has just shown me a few things to warn people Mm. my calling has been to just warn i have Mm. begged him for answers i have begged him please lord let me I mean, I don't want to be hated by half the country. <laughs> I, I, I please, can, can you give me one solution that I can give to the people? And he's been very clear. That is not your calling. Wow. Your calling is to warn the people. Wow. So I have tried to be faithful. Um, 
and it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been good to be in his service. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I will tell you that we that all can say about that. three weeks ago, I was praying and um, I, I could hear it almost like it was audible. Everything's about to change. Your life is about to change. I need you with me every day for the next two weeks. There you go. Mm. So I went and I carved out time every day for two solid weeks just to pray and Jeez. to study and be with him. And I will tell you that um, two weeks into it, I didn't get anything. And I was like, was this a test? <laughs> Did he test me just to see if I would show up every day? Because uh, he wants to know. This is, a, this is an honest question. Mm. Thomas Jefferson said, question with boldness, even the very existence of God. For if there be a God, he must surely rather honest questions over blindfolded fear. That's mm. one of my favorite and Jefferson what quotes. A great yeah. Yes, it is. That changed my life. And it will change your life, too, if you understand the difference between questions and honest questions. An honest question is one that if I answer it, and it goes against everything that you believe, but you're like, oh, crap, that makes sense. Will you apply it to your life? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Honest questions only come from people who are saying, you could change my mind. I'm open. I want to know the truth, whatever it is. And I will change my life. That's very frightening for people to do. When I accepted God, I had to change everything in my life. Everything. My whole friend structure, everything turned upside down. I did more things that I'm like, oh, come on. I don't want to do that, too. Really? Can I have any fun? <laughs> no. His answer to me then was no. I realize now it's much more fun to live under his oh, rules. Yeah. Amen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that our true question? Yes, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. It's hard to get there, though. Oh, isn't? boy. The reason why I'm telling you this story is because two weeks ago just ended last Friday, and I, I'm not sure yet because while I knew I had to show up, and he got a little mush mushy with me and is like, you figure it out. Um, and I think what he's telling me is something that I've prayed for for a long time. Here we go. Uh, I think he's releasing me from my calling, my calling to warn. There's a new calling coming, and it is hope. Yes. All those that could hear the warning... Mm. have heard the warning. Mm. It's time now wow. to join with people yes. and wow. focus. He wins. Yes. I don't know what that means for us, but he wins. I thought Jeff was going to come out with a seat yeah, there. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that, to me, that's the, that's the pinnacle of, the whole, of everything you said. And it, it does create a whole wealth of things that we could discuss. Well, it does. Yeah, yeah it does. 
it well, really you know, I have some concern in that. Does that mean he's not going to warn anymore? Yeah, and and I, I wonder that too. Maybe he answers it. I I don't know that. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know that um, yeah, he's ever going to be done warning. And the reason I say that is because this was back in April. Mm-hmm. He's still warning today. Yeah. With that said, giving a warning is a prophetic function. That's a prophetic function. That's and, true. And uh, giving hope is also a prophetic function. Mm-hmm. So both both things are true. Now, what intrigued me more than just that about what he just said was this. He said, those that have ears to hear the warning have heard it. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get into this place in the scripture where, you know, and we've talked about this, where Paul said to the Jews, he said, you know, you won't hear me, so I'm going to go to a people that will. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Mm -hmm. Indicating there's some that won't hear. There's some that can't hear. There's some Mm -hmm. that have blocked up their ears and Mm -hmm. they've deafened their ears from hearing truth. We experience that every time we preach. Mm -hmm. That being said, he said that it's time to remember that Jesus wins. Yeah. Okay. And I, and I, I believe that. I honestly, we all know that. We know that Mm -hmm. that in the end, the kingdom of God is going to rest on planet Earth Mm -hmm. and he's going to rule the Earth Mm -hmm. in the kingdom age. We we know that. Until that time comes, I think that the message of warning that is still going to go out through the Earth needs to be mingled with hope in the Lord Jesus. Now, that's always been the, the, the truth. But I do think that we just came through a season and still are are in a season where there's things that we need to warn about. Mm-hmm. We have have yet to do a podcast, which I'm sure we're going to get to this week, on the California bill. Yeah. And I don't want to get us off topic, mm-hmm. but the California bill is now making it legal for them to take children away from parents mm-hmm. that yeah. don't affirm their transgender ideology. Mm-hmm. I just met a, a couple this past week that moved here from Reading with like ten, their ten kids because of because that. of that yeah wow yeah Moved Is that across right? the country well and various oh warnings to include yeah. Glenn Beck yeah yeah he is telling people mm-hmm. yeah move yeah. out of that state move yeah. out of that state well let, let me insert yeah. something here y'all test what I say I, there's no way I would tell Glenn Beck that he's missing God I don't mean that at all you're right yeah I'm <laughs> not at all but. It is. I have seen things like this before in people that God calls that uh, he has been warning, which is true. But I'm wondering if what I've been used to seeing is God expands the call. He expanded the message mm-hmm. uh, and has added hope. Yeah. I think uh, that's what. And so yeah. and when you get it, when you hear from God, all of a sudden it's like, wow, that's it right there. Uh, but what I'm used to is, <laughs> is that God... Once you're called a, a prophet, you're a prophet. Now he'll that's, expand. That's right. He'll expand yeah. your utterance. Uh, yes. Now there yeah. again, I'm not correcting the guy, but if he ever hears our podcast, podcast, he maybe could consider that. Uh, I think it is calling is for sure at least mm-hmm. being expanded mm-hmm. uh, to add hope because we know in Old Testament prophecy. Even I'll give you a classic: "If my people mm-hmm. will humble themselves and pray." So yeah. when God gives. A prophecy of warnings. He also gives hope, mm-hmm. or the or the answer, mm-hmm. uh, the hope. 
and the situation that we're in, and you and I can give a testimony to this, Jeff, we haven't felt much hope in our messages, have we? I mean, we've been more of a warning situation. For the last season, we have. For the last season, we've been more of a warning situation. no doubt. But I'll have to say, I can hear what he's saying about adding the hope. It's now time to add hope, which I haven't considered too much, just to be honest with you. But I am feeling it some now. Well, the thing that I I wonder this, I wonder if what we're hearing him say, I, I firmly believe that he's met with God, and I believe that he's trying to put it put words to what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to his heart. I believe that. That being said, when when you have a prophet that has been warning like he has mm-hmm. in the in the vein that he has mm-hmm. around the issues that he that he's been warning about mm-hmm. for a couple of decades or more now. And then he comes out here and he says, okay, I'm being released from that to add hope. It almost makes me feel like that the warnings will be more intense, yeah. not less. Okay. It, it makes me feel like that consequences to the rejection of those warnings mm-hmm. are about to be issued. That's well, yeah, that's what it makes me believe. Well, time will I, you know, tell us. It's like I, you absolutely. said, this was what, last of April, I yeah, think, or something? right, exactly. So we, we'll just watch it as it moves forward with him. Right, yeah. And, and there again, we're not trying to make Beck out to be some great prophet or something, even though he is speaking prophetically, no doubt. What we're excited about is to be able to point a finger at somebody out of here well, and that you know, we can say is prophetic mm-hmm. and the speaking. There's one thing to speak what you think and to speak the will of God. Mm-hmm. I think what Beck's doing now is even a testimony about hope. He's speaking the will of God. He's not future telling, he's forth telling mm-hmm. because the warnings are forth telling warning and now he's wanting to bring hope into it, which is the will of God. God always he has a hopeful and as long as the church is as long as I'm here, you can know, y'all guys can rest easy as long as I'm here that there's hope. That the rapture has not taken place. Oh, but no, I'm just, you know, I'll just, just. Well, hey, can I say this? <laughs> There's a part of me that thinks this way as well. If you go back to when Glenn Beck first started in talk radio, af- yeah. this would be after his encounter with God. Okay. Okay. They've done studies on this. His predictions of where our government uh-huh. would be and uh-huh. the economy and things. Yeah. yeah. Pretty he accurate. runs ninety eight point six percent. He's pretty accurate. Okay, yeah. now I, I have to say, over the last two years, I've heard him talk more about Jesus on to. his radio program and his television. I've I've heard more him talk more about Jesus and the Bible and the Word of God than at any other time mm-hmm. that I I've agree. listened to him. I agree. So it makes me wonder that too, if his primary calling was warning. Mm-hmm. I think that's still going to be there because God's callings and gifts are without mm-hmm. repentance. Mm-hmm. But it could could it be that his primary calling now is going to be in just sharing the hope, the, the only hope and the only answer mm-hmm. that he can find. He's looking for answers. Mm-hmm. The only answer there is is in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and in the kingdom of God. Yeah, I, I just think that's where maybe. Well, let's see where he goes. Going. Jason mentioned. Well, maybe he. Yeah, maybe he answers that. Maybe he, you know, and I wanted to mention. Sometimes I think people they hear the word prophet and it gets mi- very misconstrued. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It does. No it's doubt. not. So we, we keep saying prophet mm-hmm. 
it's more of a, I think we're talking about the gift of prophet. We're, that's a very, I think, overused term it's, a lot of times. It's time. misrepresented. misrepresented. Yeah. Yeah. Very misrepresented. Uh, what, you're, what you're saying Glenn Beck has is a gift. He's been given the gift of prophecy. Evidently, evidently God's meeting him in such a way that he's using his mouthpiece <laughs> to be prophetic. Right. But and, the, and and prophet is like we've said before, it's not necessarily an office of a prophet as it is. Yeah. In other words, you didn't say here comes the apostle Peter. Right. You'd say here comes Peter and he does the work of an apostle. Yeah. That's right. You he wouldn't say the that, functions yeah. in that. Yeah. So we're saying the functioning, I guess. Yeah. I think when he was talking about how you know praying that God would release him from that, I think that kind of Kind of, to me, brings validity to the fact that he probably, <laughs> probably very much yeah. operates very it. Much totally agree. That yeah. is not something absolutely. that you you want to. That's not a very uh, good point. Awesome. Jay. Yeah. So, to me, when he was talking about God releasing him from that, it's probably never going to happen. <laughs> no. Right. And it's probably not going to end well. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So, he's not going to win not, that argument. So, no. Anyway, at all. Sorry. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely agree. <laughs> There's Jeff again. <laughs> he, he has us. Yes. Well, one thing I got in those last two weeks is, I know you. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when That's what you Satan said, Jeff. You yeah. know, comes up to uh, the Lord, it's not like the Lord is like, oh, I'm going to meet Satan again today. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're dismissed. Yeah. Yes. You're dismissed. Get out of here. That's all he has to say. We have to say, because we're not God, in the name of Jesus Christ, get out. And we need to do that more because that's what we're fighting. We are not fighting Republicans or Democrats. We are not fighting our friends and our neighbors, even the people who are trying to destroy us. That's not who we're fighting. There you go. Preach it. We are fighting the spirit of the Antichrist, yes. we are fighting evil. Yes, we are. And that's the only answer I can come up with when you actually look at what's happening to yeah. our country yeah. and how hypnotized people are. Yeah. I never understood how light wouldn't understand dark, that the two sides wouldn't understand each other, that you'd be so separated that you could not truly understand the other side. Well, we're here. And the reason why is because Satan is chaos and confusion. The Lord is clear. Satan causes confusion and chaos. This world is confused and in chaos. Depart. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, to save Amen. our country, Amen. 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 no free commercials. <laughs> <laughs> That's an incredible. Uh, it appears to me, too, for, I mean, where Beck's walking right there, he's more in, he's not talking about Christ. <laughs> he's invoking the name of Christ. Yes. It's right. like he's moving into more of an authoritative position, if yeah. you will, a spiritual position. Yeah authoritative position yeah because in warnings you kind of talk about god out there now it's like he's moving in there closer with god it seems to me yeah and i've never heard him frame things i've heard him frame things in the past that this is good and evil i've I've heard him say before we're battling evil Mm -hmm. i've even heard him say we're battling evil spirits 
Mm-hmm. I've heard him say those things, but I've never heard him talk about the spirit of the Antichrist. Yeah. In, in the fashion that he did here. He might have got that one from the Smith and Rowland show. He I'm pretty sure did. he did. I'm pretty sure he did. Absolutely. I mean, you know he listens. I mean, come on. After all, we're going to replace Dr. Laura. Um, so I, I'm just, but I do believe that, that this man's been used of God and will continue to be used of God in in ways that he maybe has he's prayed. getting listened. That he's not going to. He, he know not what he saith. <laughs> no, I'm no, sorry. No, he he, if he's trying to back he out, said. he's stepping deeper he's, in. He's stepping. <laughs> he's totally. Yeah. He's, yeah. And for him to say, you know, he didn't want half the, the world to hate him. I can pretty well tell him more than half hates him. But you know what? Even those that hate him are listening. And they're respecting, yeah. I think. Yeah, they, re- uh, yeah. They're, they're, they may not manifest that, but they respect him. Now, you can't help but respect the truth. The truth. The truth demands it. Well, that's exactly right. So uh, I know that that's, that's part of what he's, uh, okay. what he's driving at. All right, you ready? We're yeah. ready. Let her, let her go. Movement. He was like number eight. Okay? Why? Because there's a lot of preachers, just like there's a lot of preachers today, that are too afraid to offend or to lose their their church or to lose their position or, God forbid, people won't give so I won't be able to make the bills. Where do you find that in Scripture? (laughs) (laughs) Leave. Do not worry about your next meal, your clothes, or your money. He's going to keep on. He's going to be preaching. Do it. Yeah. The Lord is asking you. Look at him. And everyone here and everyone watching, because he's gone to the people, the elites. He's gone to all the people that said, no, 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 I got this. You should come to me and go to my church, and I'll tell you what's going on. Those people won't do it. Right. And so he's coming to us and we're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Me? Yeah. I mean, if anybody has been called on by the Lord lately, and if you haven't, you will be. Yeah, that's right. If you hear the Lord, your first reaction, I'm guessing, is, what? you got to be kidding me. <laughs> You're down to me? <laughs> have you watched him follow his uh, notes? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because you may never understood this scripture. The Lord will use the foolish to confound the wise. Wow, we're watching it in real time. (laughs) (laughs) There is no one more foolish than me. And they cannot figure us out. Wow. Evil does not understand. Evil is arrogant. Yes. And I fear, I'll speak about me, that I am too arrogant. That I, I believe, you know, uh, that I've done great things or anything. I know what I create. I know what I do. I have a whole 30-year record of what I'm capable of. <laughs> These last 30 years are what the Lord is capable of. Praise God. And He's been reading about Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> he just can use anyone who is humble and knows 
You're his. Yes, Lord. You're his child. He loves you. Yes, Lord. There is nothing he doesn't want to give us. There is no power that he doesn't want us to share with him. He is the best father and the best friend you'll ever have. Yes, Lord. And he is just saying, are you willing to come with me? One of the things that I I remember in the first, I think it's Lord of the Rings or one of those, Gandalf says, He does Frodo need a hairbrush. Gandalf. Just a little. I just wish none of this would be Still better than Jeff's hair. <laughs> and Gandalf says something that I heard once and it has stuck with me for 25 years. We all wish that. That's right. Yeah. All people that live in times like this wish it would happen in another time but that is not our decision to make our decision is to decide what we're going to do with that time that's true that's right our decision that's good and it is such an honor it is such an honor he has not only asked you but he is qualifying you to work in his service on one of the greatest, most miraculous things that has ever happened, and that is prepare the way for the second coming. Wow. That's bigger than Lord of the Rings. That's that's, that's huge. And uh, uh, what he said is that he believes that in this time, for such a time as this, right, that we are being used to prepare the way for the second coming. And that's just true. And it's true. Uh, old at heart uh, had a question. He said, so is Beck pre or post? And Pre or post? I, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm assuming. And and I don't know the answer to that, the, the, the true answer to that. It, it appears to me. I've never that, heard that, him say. I've never heard him say either way. It would appear to me by some of the things that he says that he may be post. And... Uh, I hate that for him. The only thing that I can say to all of the the uh, post-tribulation believers is that uh, uh, y'all are welcome to stay. I'm going to go on, and, <laughs> you know, and uh, I'll be a part of good sure. seven years ahead of you. I'm not sure. But in that statement, though, I think that statement is still accurate. Mm-hmm. For such a time as this, we okay. live here on this earth to prepare the way mm-hmm. for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that is our message of hope. Mm-hmm. And tied into that, you cannot help but frame that these are the last days That's right. before his return. That's right. And those last days look hard. And they, and they are hard. They are and, hard. <laughs> and they, they look horrible in, in so many ways. And I don't, I don't want to, uh, I, I was sharing with you before, and he made reference to this. Over the last two or three weeks, I've I've prayed to the Lord about so many different things going on in my life. Right. And the only thing that I hear the Lord say is, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. And I hear him say, and you know how the Lord can say something, and suddenly there's this downloaded inside of you, all of the things about that one statement. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things that that I was sensing when he would say that, I'm with you, mm-hmm. uh, is that that ought to be enough. <laughs> that's right. You know, I, I, that's that, right. That's enough. I'm with you. Uh-huh. Uh, that's enough. Rest uh-huh. in that. 
nothing else really matters past that. You know, I'm um, here. How could it be any better than that? Yeah, I, it can't be no yeah. better than that. And I think that, that's kind of what Beck that's kind of what he's saying. And that's also the answer. Yes. That he says, you know, I, I I wanted the answers. I've been looking for the answers, and that's the answer. Yeah. We need the Lord to whisper, not just us as individuals, but to the whole nation. I'm with you. That's right. I'm Amen. with you. Yeah. Amen. We are on the verge of losing not our freedom. That's right. His freedom. Wow. That he gave to us. Wow. Jesus. And said. Governments are established among men to protect those rights. We established, we established this government to protect those rights. And we have been so fat and sassy and lazy and and we are so arrogant with all the things that we have. We think we can rule the world. We actually are now living in a time we think... We can change the weather. <laughs> How arrogant. Wow. How arrogant. And we have stopped looking and just thanking him. Just start there. Yeah. If our country was just grateful, yes. even, I, I'm, I'm telling you, if you're living a life right now and you just change it, in a few years, you're going to see the Lord has taken that snot and turned it into something amazing. <laughs> it's truly amazing. We just have to be grateful and humble and do what he asks. That's right. Here's how you know he's talking to you. If he's asking you to do something, you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I don't want to do that. That's the Lord. That's the Lord. <laughs> That's the Lord. He's never like, you know what? Well, I'm going to call you to go on vacation for a few weeks. Don't think about me or anything else. That ain't God. <laughs> God is calling and qualifying all of us. <laughs> That's good. In 2008, um, I got a, 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 all I heard in my prayers was clay pots. And I'm like, what? What does that mean? I'm like, Lord, you created me. You know I'm not that smart. What does that mean? And I didn't know. And for six months, every night, every morning, I would pray. I'd hear clay pots. Okay. <laughs> So, you know, I don't know, am I supposed to go to, like, Pottery Barn and look for some clay? I have no idea. And it was six months into it, and I said, the spirit of the people that we are, that are trying to take our country, they hate this country. They hate it. Yeah, that's true. And that's true. They will, if they win... And this was a quote, I said just spewing words. If they win, our sacred American scripture, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the thing that all of our founders said was the finger of God writing that, Mm -hmm. they will destroy it all. Yes, they will. 
And that's when I remembered clay pots. When people were coming to destroy the scripture that hadn't fallen into the canon, a small community took all the scriptures they could find and put them in clay pots and pushed them into the back of the cave. That's right. That's when David and I started really doubling uh, our efforts. David has been collecting American uh, history forever. We now have, between him and me and Mercury One, my charity, we now have uh, more documents on the American founding, and we go back now to like the 1500s even. Uh, we have, we're only beaten by the National Archives in the Library of Congress. Thank you. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. And we have, our goal is to not only preserve it if we have to find clay pots in a cave or whatever that is, these documents will survive. Okay? That we will not be erased. We are doing the erasing ourselves yeah. by standing by. But we, it will not be lost. It was God's work. We've screwed God's work up many times. But if we just turn back to him, That's right. he'll make it all right. The other thing on clay pots, because I just, he never gave me a clear, <laughs> never gave me a clear answer. And I swear, I'm going to get up to heaven and he's going to go, that clay pots thing. <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking about clay pots. And all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's cool what you did, but I don't know. <laughs> but the other way I've interpreted it, because I want to be faithful to him, was our children are our clay pots. Uh, yeah. I don't see a lot of young people here. Yeah. Wow. Look I was thinking about that earlier yeah. when I was watching. Time. There was no young people I, in that I audience. I would never want to be them. I don't yes. know. I, as a parent, yeah. my kids come to me and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do. How do I, you know, I'm like, well, let me think about that. I'm going to think about that. And I, you know, I got some good advice for you soon. And then I walk into the other room and I tell my wife and she's like, you're looking at me for an answer? I don't know how to handle that. They're doing things now that seem insane yeah. to yeah. anyone mm -hmm. who has not, has not gotten off the path of God. Okay? God provides <clears throat> us the truth. And yes. it is unchangeable. There are some things that we can discover, you know, like the microwave oven. But there are refrigerators. other things that are eternally true. Period. Yes. Men are men. Women are winder, uh, women. Gender is specific and ordained by God. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. That even has to be discussed. <laughs> Isn't it though? I mean. Amazing. And we have, because we're a very tolerant people, we have gone, you know what? Good for you. Good for you. Because we didn't think we were dealing with evil. See, that's a that's key it. point. You can that's say, right. love wins. Yeah, that's here we what, go. You know, who are you to say these two people shouldn't be together? Because love wins. That works for a lot of people. But if you know the true agenda behind it, you, don't, you realize there's no love involved in this. Okay? This is not love. 
This is evil yes. because they take that. You want to be tolerant. Now, in, in Minnesota, I think you know this, Michelle, in Minnesota, they are changing the Democrats, and explain this to me, the Democrats are changing the Civil Rights Code to delete the phrase of, you know, everybody is a special group. It says pedophilia and pedophiles are not a protected class. The Democrats are removing that line by a legislative act. Oh my Why? gosh. Why? We are sacrificing we our children right. to the God of the Mold. Old Testament, Baal yes, and Moloch. Yes, yes. It is happening again. Yes. We don't know it, yeah. but don't. we are repeating the same thing yeah. over and over again. Go, Glenn. Yes. And I, right. I loved what a speaker said when I just got here. What was his name? I'm so sorry. Alex, I loved what you said about, and we still send our kids to school. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. we don't know what yeah. to do. And we don't feel qualified because we've been raised in a time when the experts tell us what to do. That's right. Stop listening to the experts. Yeah. Yeah. One expert. Yeah. One. Praise God. Wow, this is horrible. Amen. Wow, Amen. that's heavy. That is. I mean, uh, you think yeah. about the things that he just said there. It's uh, it's stuff we've talked about. We've talked about uh, uh, sacrificing our kids to Molech and to Baal. Uh, well, you see, I mean, a lot of people, you know, Jeff, I mean, you got two, a husband and wife both working. Everybody's <laughs> running as hard as they can run just to pay the power bill and buy groceries. And yeah. It's almost this. Yeah. It's an impossible task. It is, but they're being taught. The kids are being taught these mm -hmm. these uh, these doctrines. He he spends a little bit more time um, uh, talking about that in just a minute about the the mm -hmm. kids, and he he talks a little bit about if I'm remembering right about what they're worshiping, and I think that's kind of a thing that, that uh, we need to listen to. And How hear. much more time yeah, but, have we got there, Jason? Uh, there's about 15 minutes left. Okay. Oh, there. We do have another comment from Old at Heart. He yeah. says, we choose not to participate in the indoctrination of public school for our children. Praise God, Old at uh, Heart. <laughs> I, know, I know they send their kids to a Christian school. Praise the Lord. And Amen. the sacrifice that they make to do that is uh, quite large. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you've priced uh, private schools lately, but uh, yeah, I, it's... it's it's pretty stout. Yeah. So, yeah, good for him. Yes, good so, for him. Good for him. Good for his kids. Good for his kids. That's, That's exactly right. I thought about on the plane here, and I've been thinking about this for years, and I've tried to prepare my audience, and if you've listened to me for a long time, there were probably many times in the last 15 years where you were like, I got it. Why are you even talking about this? Because he told me to talk about it when it didn't make any sense. But I have to reiterate this. You know where the first transgender surgery happened? The first trans man? So a uh, man wanted to become a woman. Um, and the surgeons you know, took care of business and even stuffed a uterus in this guy. Oh, my goodness. Okay? Really? Guy, do you know where that happened? Germany, 1920. Oh my okay? Germany, 1920. The Weimar Republic 
did everything that is happening in America right now. Okay? Absolutely everything that oh we goodness. are doing was happening in the Weimar Republic. You know who stopped it? Hitler. Okay, that's not good. What's your message there? Okay, here's my message. The Weimar Republic became so vile and violated everything that good, decent people knew was right and wrong. It became so ugly and distorted that people were willing to say, he'll stop it. Okay? And it only took a third of them. I don't know if you know this, but the churches yeah. under Hitler, within six months, they were seriously talking about getting rid of the Old Testament because it was a little too Jewy. Oh my God. Did you know that? Yeah. Six months. Mercy. It has a lot of Jewish stuff in it. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, Jesus also was a Jew. <laughs> they they Folded like that. Within a year, they had taken Christ off of the altars and replaced it with a picture of Adolf Hitler. Wow. Yes. The church. What God are we worshiping right now? What God are our children worshiping right now? Listen, please. You will become that which you gaze upon, you will become. That's true. That's Bob. That's you yeah. are gazing, what are people What's worshiping? Their phones. Yep. And our kids are becoming just like phones, completely detached, robotic. There's no, there's nothing there. And they're zombies. And I contend that we are actually worshiping that technology. I do two things like this. Looking at my phone and praying. We are praying to our God. Mm. Mm. What happens when a society goes off the rails this much and there is no true, strong leadership for God, people start to become angry and twisted and the righteous... I think that's our biggest problem. Without a doubt. I have righteous indignation and yeah, get them. The people that went to the concentration camps, the first ones were not Jewish. The first ones were anyone who disagreed with the government and lesbians and transgenders, okay? Because everybody was sick of all of that stuff and so let's get rid of them. Satan does not destroy things he perverts them that's right that's right this country Mm -hmm. is the greatest tool for good or evil in the history of the world i said in 2008 yeah we don't change our ways and reconnect with the things that are true we are going to make the nazis look like rookies do you hear that and we will we are not fighting for our freedom. We are fighting we're fighting madness and evil. And we must stand. But you will not survive if you don't make a covenant with him. That's right. Mm. 
That's big. I know this. I know this all too well. It is easy to go through your day and just do the things that you know you think you're doing, the Lord, and yeah, yeah, I got it, I got it, and I'm doing it. But if you are not with him, there you go. If the spirit does not dwell in your home, with your family, Uh-oh. inside of you, if you're not getting constant feedback from the Holy Spirit, you're not going to make it. There's coming a time yes. where mm. the Spirit will say, stop, turn around, go the other way. Mm-hmm. You will be convinced you're doing something and the Spirit will tell you, uh-uh, don't do that. Okay, And you must be Jeez. so attuned to the Spirit yes. that you hear it and obey it. And, that's where we are. That's honest where we're at. Right questioning. God is asking you an honest question. If I give you this information, will you do it? Yes. Your answer must be yes. Mm-hmm. If you want to sit on the sidelines, you're going to end up on the wrong side. Uh-oh. There is no one. There is no one. There you go. Uh, that is not going to be in this this fight. But we must fight differently. They, as I said in that uh, wow. that clip, they so desperately want us to strike out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we don't have a Gandhi yet. We don't have a Martin Luther King. I sat with Billy Graham and I said, Billy, where, where's the next you? Yeah, listen to you. This where is me. somebody that can call all of us together and we can, we can gird our loins and lock arms and stand peacefully and with love and face evil. He said to me, Glenn, it ain't going to happen that way this time. He said, I think the Lord is so sick of people like me getting credit for all of his work that he's going to go to the people that are just regular people and he's going to talk to them and they're going to say, but I don't, I I don't, I mean, what what good is that going to do? I don't have any power. I don't Mm -hmm. have the tools. How many times do you say that to yourself? I say that to myself all the time. That's right. I can't do that. I don't that's beyond me he's not asking you to complete the whole puzzle he's asking for your piece that's to be right. put down right. on the table wow yeah, that's right. you just obey and put the piece down on the table and come what may Billy told me Glenn think of it this way the Lord is planning an incredible surprise party for Satan. <laughs> I like to think of it that way. Because <laughs> Satan, he's coming in through the door, and he turns on the light, and the Lord is like, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and we will all see the mosaic yeah. of all of the little people, the foolish. Thank you, Lord. The foolish who have just been obedient in their little ways, in their circle of influence, and it will be a mosaic that will cover the earth. Wow. And only the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob 
could do that. Yeah. And the world will know God is with us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I, I am so honored that you would ask me to be here. And please, please let me be your Aaron to your Moses. Anything that I can do to help hold your hands up, it is people like you that are going to change the world. It truly is. And I want you to know that you inspired me. No. You kicked my butt and reminded me God is serious. The reason why you're doing it is because I must have been too arrogant and didn't listen to him saying after we planned it and it was canceled because of COVID, we just didn't come back to it. And so he found somebody else and he will always find somebody else. If you don't do it, he's got other options. He will not be thwarted. That's right. So I want you to know that in the next couple of days, I'm going to be announcing that we are going to make a national covenant. And and it's because of you. And I have been saying to myself every time I think of this, I think, well, we've got to invite all these people. We've got to get a big crowd there. Where are we going to hold it and stuff? And then... I was on the air just the other day thinking about you, and I thought, why would I try to get 50,000 people together when I've got 12 million listening? Why not get the entire world in on this? Everything you do, everything you do, good or bad, not only is the Lord watching, but he is also amplifying yes. all of the good. Amen. Your small movement that you think maybe is meaningless. I have no purpose in life. Believe me, you were sent to this country at this time for a reason. You may think it's very small, but it will start pushing things. It's dominoes. He's just asking you to do this to your domino. That's right. Amen. Please That's do right. this to your domino when he tells you. Pray to him with a sincere heart. Lord, I will covenant with you. I know you saved me from the wretch that I was. I know everything I have comes from you. I will do what you ask me. And I know you. It's going to be stuff I don't want to do. (laughs) And I know that in advance. But it is an honor. To live at this time. Yes, it is. To live here and to be in his service. Yes, Lord. Amen. That's just so good. That's there just you go. There you go, Big J. So Jay. good. So good. Well, there we got yeah. it from Mr. Just, Beck, yeah, Prophet I, Beck. That's right. And I, and I think that it's, uh, I'm glad we showed it. I, I hope everybody listens to that and watches it and enjoys it and rewatches it because it was a message that needed to be preached. Yes, exactly. Uh, it really was. 
And I think it was a message that he needed to preach. <laughs> yeah, I think you that. Know, well, that was yeah. him answering the next phase of his call. That's right. That's <laughs> he was right. announcing that's it to the world. He was announcing it and demonstrating that's it in right. many ways. Okay, yeah. guys, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, Mr. Mr. Jason, well. Well, if you're just now joining us, make sure you head on over to thekingdompropheticsociety.org. Amen. And uh, join in with us. We've got a... Uh, Got a lot of new stuff coming up. I hope we can do more stuff like this. It was, That's right. This was fun. This was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, it was good. I think you did a great job. You did, Jason. Jason. You did great it exactly job. the way I taught well, you. I'm and glad I'm so you were proud. here. <laughs> Everything but the refrigerator. That's right. Everything but the refrigerator. <laughs> and I won't. I'm not letting you forget that. I know. I can't forget it. <laughs> That's just awful. That's awful. Been good. Well, to, good. Okay, been good guys. to be here today. Jeff, why don't you pray for us? Send Amen. us out of here. Bless us, Lord, and thank you for your word. And, Lord, we do pray for Glenn Beck. I pray, God, that you'll uh, encamp angels round about him. Amen. And keep him protected. Keep speaking to him. Yes, Lord. And, Lord, uh, force the envelope that he would uh, speak louder uh, to those in our country and around the world. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Uh, Father, the things that we so desperately need in this hour. Bless us here at the Smith and Roland show. I pray, God, that you'll uh, anoint this as a time that uh, you can be pleased Amen. with, Lord. And uh, may we walk in obedience to you. We love you, yes. Lord Jesus. Thank you for these guys, for Alan and Jason. Bless them. And bless my dear wife, as she sings us out of here. All right, uh, Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Where do you right. find Where do you find her music, Jason? Spotify. Spotify. And how, what's it under? What's it called? Haley Barrett Rowland. Haley Barrett Rowland. Barrett Dash Rowland. There you go. And there you go. Go okay. listen to her stuff. Say bye, guys. Good, See bye. You. Thank you for joining today's Smith and Rowland show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrollinshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.